So this week on the podcast, you've not got one, you've got two LinkedIn experts. I am joined this week by Mary Wu, who is the LinkedIn whisperer, and she is coming to us from Tennessee. That means she has to get up at 6.30 or before 6.30 because we're going live at 12.30. So she is an extra superstar for getting up so early. Um, find out a little bit more about what best practices on LinkedIn, LinkedIn jail and, and all those kinds of things. And we started off this week with the song I Get By with a little help from my friends uh, by the Beatles. So without any further ado, let's go into the episode with Mary Wu. Mary, um, very good morning to you. So for everybody that's watching today, they need to know that it's 6.30 a.m. where you are. So that is crazy. So first question, I always ask everybody, why on earth did you pick that song? There are two reasons. One of them, the quick one, is my dog's name is Lennon. So we know what kind of music I might appreciate. And the other one is you're a LinkedIn guy. I'm a LinkedIn person. And a lot of people don't realize that a little help from your friends is the magic of LinkedIn. So I, I love that. Because I know to your friends, you're with my friends. Our friends can get to know each of us. Absolutely, and and that's the thing, isn't it? And um, so, a lot of people know I work quite a lot with accountants and bookkeepers, and there's a lovely community of accountants and bookkeepers, and they all help each other. And that's exactly the same with LinkedIn people, isn't it? Yes, yeah? it absolutely is. I love it. And the ones that aren't helping us, I'm just like, okay, we ignore you guys. But we are very, we have to be. There are so many changes, so many differences, so many nuances. Yeah. We can learn so much from each other. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the thing is, we, we, we've all got a, a different style. Um, I'm the 15 minute guy, and you're the LinkedIn whisperer. So, where did, where, where did that come from? Because if you start whispering, people lean in to hear what you're saying. Oh, I love that. And, and, and on, the, on the show today, or watching in the sidelines, we've got uh, the awesome, the guy that is the um, relentlessly helpful LinkedIn nerd. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. And uh, we are part of Team Espresso as well. And, um, absolutely. And it, which, is John's, which is John's group. And we learn an awful lot from John and everybody in that group. And yeah, I, I'm just blessed to be part of that group, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. I am so glad that I think it was the thing that uh, the Ukrainian hope for fundraiser last year was where I found John. And then I really got wrapped into all of the amazing LinkedIn experts that hang together. Yeah, absolutely. John, John, John's a, a top bloke. He came to my book launch. Um, I don't know if I mentioned that I actually wrote a book and uh He's actually put. He's actually written some some words for me as well on my book. So uh, yeah, thank you for coming on today, John. Um, okay, so you use LinkedIn. I use how, LinkedIn. How, how long have you been using LinkedIn, Mary? Oh, I think I'm 2008. Wow. So and I have used it in many different iterations as um, an employer looking for employees as a person looking to be employed, as uh, back in the days when everybody was aligned, just sort of connecting with everyone, not good, and now building community. That, so so, for, so it, for you, it's all about building community. Yes, and helping other people build those communities because 
the people you meet that are of value can help you meet other people of value. Yeah, I was chatting to a chap this morning. Um, I, I do this 15 minute thing where I just have a chat with someone for free and just give them some pointers on LinkedIn because people don't get how incredible the platform is. And, and, and obviously at the wedding at the weekend, um, I was chatting to people. So I also, what do you do? And uh, I, you know, I explained it and so like, teach people how to use LinkedIn, don't, don't they know? And, and you sort of like, well, it does this, this and this. And I, Hang on, you're talking a foreign language. And it, it, it is incredible how it, it's just a job site, isn't it? Oh, but yeah, if it's 2012. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, where, wherever you're coming from, but where we are, where where we're from, it's just this incredible thing. Um, John, John's giving you some huge praise here. One of the only people I know who's interested in helping students to understand what LinkedIn is all about. Tell us about that, please, Mary. That was sort of an accident. One of the things we know because we've been around the block a couple of times is that um, LinkedIn is amazing for the connect. LinkedIn is amazing for the connections you make, but even before LinkedIn, it wasn't what you knew, it was who you knew. So I was doing LinkedIn really well, and I was asked in Illinois, where I used to live, to talk in front of some students and help them learn about LinkedIn. And as I was asked that, I was like, yes, sure, which is always the answer when somebody asks you to come speak. Yes, sure. And then I started thinking about it, and I realized these kids are doing volunteer work. These kids have small jobs. These kids are meeting high school teachers. They'll be going on to meet college teachers and TAs. And if they connect on LinkedIn with people all along, they'll have these connections in the future. And you don't know if the TA from your something 101 is now working in the HR department at the company you really went in on. So creating those connections through your youth will be useful for life. And you could do it whether you're planning to go into entrepreneurship whether you're planning to go into any field at all, science, technology, anywhere, LinkedIn is a resource for you. Yeah, absolutely. I just have to work on not using terms like, it's your Rolodex. It's not their Rolodex. They have Rolodex. <laughs> What's the Rolodex? Well, you know, it's like yellow pages. What's yellow pages? <laughs> so um, I, um, I, I don't know if you know uh, Robbie Williams. Um, but he's got a song called Let Me Entertain You. And the lyrics go, uh, look me up on yellow pages. So when I sing that, I change the lyrics to look me up on Google pages because nobody knows what yellow pages is anymore. But that song was written 20 years ago. And, and that, that's the thing, isn't it? And so, um, OK, you use LinkedIn. You, you're the whisperer on LinkedIn. Do you use other social media, Mary? I do use Facebook, but very lightly for business. I do have a Facebook business page um, and it's useful to have more than one platform. It's very useful to have more than one platform and to have your own email address and website. The bulk of my business is from LinkedIn. And I find that for a lot of my clients, they get surprising results from LinkedIn. Yeah. And th th I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's, it's finding, it's finding a platform that works for you. So you don't do Instagram or threads or Twitter or, what is this threads and it's not twitter anymore it's x now it's changed its name has it yeah well i don't know if he changed the name but he changed the logo yeah 
Hey, see, see, see what happens. But uh, I, I think I think he overpaid for that little platform. And uh, now, now that um, everyone's on threads, um, which I've looked at, and surely it's best to be a specialist on one than a jack of all trades on everything else. What, what are your thoughts on that, Mary? Uh, well, I think it's good to have one down, especially I know a lot of people that are D DIY people doing it themselves. And you have to find your strength. You can't splatter everywhere and be not strong anywhere. And then the other thing I always tell my clients is not to have all the eggs in one basket. What people don't realize is that Facebook and Instagram and now Threads are actually in a basket that's marked meta. Yeah, absolutely. And so, so we're we're in a basket that's marked Microsoft, don't we? So I think we're okay. Yes, and they're two different baskets, and I doubt that they'll both fall apart at the exact same moment. We mm, have okay. some days where Facebook and Instagram just both blew up, and that happens. And it's not the end of the world because nobody's doing brain surgery on any of these platforms. I love that. Could you imagine? Right. Okay. So how often do you create content, Mary? Aim for three times a week, at least. Sometimes more comes up. I want consistency and I know that I can do, and I will every now and then take a week where I'll do seven days, like small business week. I'll shout out seven small businesses, but I always find that seven day thing is kind of hard and it's hard to go back and keep up with all the comments especially um, I do not call myself a 15 minute guy. There's somebody else that does talks about LinkedIn and 20 and you could do that if you're not posting seven days a week. If the other days you're spending time connecting and making comments and looking for those right people in the comment section. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing, isn't it? And, and um, I, do, do you know Mark Williams? Yes. Yeah, so he his podcast this week he was um, ex talking about this lady asked him to review uh, the post that she wrote, and she's posting seven days a week. And Mark is saying that's crazy, that's far too much. You shouldn't be doing it, you know. And 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 and, and that's the thing. Why why should we do seven days a week? It's all about it's like you said consistency. That's one of the C's that I talk about um, is consistency. And so when you're talking to your students, do you call them students? I have students, well, I will have students coming August 3rd again. I have had students in the past. I have classes usually a couple of times a year. This year it's been scaled back because I had a grandbaby and so spent a little time hanging out. With you them. don't look old enough to be a granny. Well, you're, got, you're a new father-in-law. Uh, a new father-in-law. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so come on then. Come on. Let's tell us about this grandchild. Oh, he's adorable. He absolutely, his smile will just turn on the whole world. Um, my husband is absolutely smitten with him and it's great to have him around. Awesome. Do, do they live far away from you? They live here in this oh, house awesome. right now. Oh, because that's... Her Brilliant. husband was in the army, um, retired from the army, went to welding school, has just finished up his welding certificate and just has a new job. And during all of that with new baby, it was like, just stay here instead of trying to figure out where you're going to live on top of all of it. Yeah, absolutely. Our um, our grandson stayed with us during COVID because they, they ended up stuck here, which is perfect. So we had we had my daughter and her husband here for about three months. And it was just delightful watching him grow up. So 
so yeah special memories that's that's great um so you just said classes you said third of august go on tell us what's going on okay so i have a class coming up august 3rd it is a six-week class deep dive into linkedin going through all of what i call my checkpoints which is some checkpoints other people have some that i have on my own just making sure people understand all the nuances how to set up your profile, whether or not to use creator mode. The answer to that is yes. And I'm not quite with John as have a thousand people. I'm like half people use creator mode. Different people okay. have different ideas for how many people you should have. Uh, talking about consistency and especially talking about all the things other people don't talk about, which is the comments and connecting with people and making sure that, you know, how to use your private messages correctly and not just flat things out to people that you don't know. If you actually look somebody up and send them a DM and if it was Janisperian, you would use the word pineapple and because you have read his profile and know that's the secret word. And that means something when I know you've looked at my profile. Yeah, it, it, it's, 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 um, it's a personal thing, isn't it? And you know, it's like, oh, they really do care. Um, that's that. So, so six weeks, is that like every one every once a week? Thursday for an hour at noon, my time. Okay. So that's evening for us in, in the UK. That's evening for you guys. Australia people can't come to this one. Um, last summer, I had to have one for Australia people because there were a whole lot of them that wanted it. So that was at evening, my time, yep. which was morning, yep. their time the next day. Okay, unless there's unless there's any insomniac Australians that that want to join, I suppose. Well, there could be. I, there are <laughs> people, and they're all recorded. So, really, even if you're going to miss a class, you will still get the recording. Perfect. And so, how do we get to book on your class? Um, you can send me a DM on LinkedIn because you're all here right now. I do have a website for that, um, which I can drop in the. Please, yeah, please do. Please do. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah absolutely. Perfect. Um, and I'm not a hard person to find. So tell, tell us then um, a little bit about what your business entails and how you conduct business and how you help people then, please, Mary, and, and, and tell us about your checklist. Probably, one of the things I want to do is make it all about people. This is why my classes are sure are small and I love to work one-on-one -on -one with people because I want your LinkedIn, when you come out of my class, to look like you. There's people that will have 100 people in the class, and you know when they're done because everybody's sending you the same DMs. Everybody's profile looks the same. Everybody's about section looks the same. Nobody comes out of my course looking like a cookie cutter. I like that. Yeah. That's, that, that's great. So, And, and so how, how big are your classes? I like to limit them to 10. I may push 12 as I get... You know, if I have the right 12 people, if they're roughly in the same space on how experienced they are on LinkedIn. Yeah, perfect. And so every Thursday for an hour, perfect. That's a, that's a, a great uh, a great service. And how much how much is that if, 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 you're, if you're happy to share? US 475. Perfect. That's a, that's a jolly good value as well. So well done. Um, so how did you get into LinkedIn? What what you, you said you've been in it since since two thousand six, but you didn't you didn't start teaching then. So how did you start thinking? Oh, I'm going to teach this and help people. I originally started my business as a virtual assistant. Was finding that people weren't communicating with their clients or with anybody. They were just sort of running around and putting cards in databases. 
stuff. And I was like, okay, we've got to talk to people. And it, I started with newsletters, all the socials. And that's hard to keep track of all the changes on all the socials. Meanwhile, people kept asking me about LinkedIn because they knew I knew about it and nobody else seemed to. And my clients were getting good results on LinkedIn. So I figured, you know, master of one, no yeah. longer jack of all, but master of one. Not and perfect. nobody's really a master of LinkedIn because it changes. It change, changes Daily. all the time. Yeah. yeah. hundred uh, changes this year. So, so who, who, who inspires you on LinkedIn then? Who do you, who do you look to? Apart from, apart from John Asperian, obviously. And of course, Ashley Leeds. Um, oh, bless Kevin you. Turner is amazing with all of his keeping up with all the changes. Um, Richard, whose last yep. name is? Vanderblum. That one. Yep. Richard Vanderbrook, who's got, I love his, his report that comes out every year. I learned so much from that. And what I try to do then is take information I'm getting from these people and from other places and giving my clients what they need from all of it, because they do not need all of the information that I'm getting. They need little snippets of it. Oh, absolutely. Oh, we've got people watching from Moldova. So, uh, hi, Chris, how are you doing? Uh, good to see you. Um, so if anyone's got any questions for Mary, um, then please, please give us a shout. Do you do lives on LinkedIn, Mary? I started doing lives once a week and then I got an upper respiratory thing. Nobody wants to hear my voice right now. So I'm oh, not good. right now and then I'll pop them up again. It is, I do not do them as consistently as you do. And I do them by myself. I don't have people in. I know that I do not have the organizational skills to be consistent with that. And I'm not going to do something I'm not going to be consistent with. Uh, I, and that's the thing, isn't it? And you, you've got to do what you're comfortable with. You know, like, like you just said, don't post every day. And, you know, and I, was chatting, I was chatting to somebody yesterday and, and, and he turned around to me and he said, oh, yeah, some days I come in and I think, oh, what rubbish can I write today? And I think you've just hit the nail on the head. Because if you think it's rubbish, what are we going to think? So, and I turned around and I said, look, two or three times a week is all you need to do. It's exactly what Mark was saying on, um, on, on his podcast. And, and I said, well, you, and if you try and theme it, um, then that makes it easier. So you've seen my five ideas every Monday. I don't have to think what I write on a Monday. And then on a Friday, I do a gratitude post. I don't have to think what I write on a, on a, on a Friday. And it, it just makes it so much easier to do. Um, any tips then, on, on content from you? I, I kind of, I not exactly stole from you, but got the idea from you. I think Sarah Clay also does Monday, what to post. So I do a, what to post. What do you post this week on LinkedIn on Monday? And then on Saturdays, that's when I kind of round up some of the top posts I've seen all week. And I've oh, tagged nice. you a yeah. couple of times in that. I've tagged John a couple of times in that. Because there are there's so much value that people give on LinkedIn, but not everybody is following all of them. So I like to share some of that out. Yeah, no, that's lovely. That's lovely. Yeah. And 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 that's what we get on LinkedIn is people sharing stuff. You know, so I've just seen this. You might want to have a look. Um, I've just found this out. I, I was um you were in the group and you saw Deanna uh, was saying about being um, suspended. Um, so I shared all of that because 
I didn't know that if I had a million tabs open that LinkedIn would think I was automating stuff. And it's all those sorts of things you worry about, isn't it? And didn't you post something the other day about keeping your background clear when you're doing a screen share? Or was that somebody else? No, I don't, no, I don't think that was me. I don't yeah, think that so was me. What, what was all that? Keep a million tabs open. No, so that, that, sorry. So, yeah, and, and that, that's the thing, isn't it? And, and different people are doing different things. So keeping your ear to the ground and following all these different people, you, you soon find out all kinds of different things, don't you? But then the other things you learn are what people's doing that like is a turnoff. If I pop into somebody's profile and just kind of look at their posts in the past two weeks, all I see is sales pitches. It's like, bye. Mm. Talk to you later. I'm, 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 what what do we what do we do about that? Is because it, it seems like there's an epidemic of it. You don't um, give them feedback. And then they don't show up in front of people. And hopefully, eventually, they'll look at their analytics and go, hey, well, what's missing? Yeah. If it's somebody, it's one of my clients or a past client, and I start seeing it, then I kind of pull them aside and go, hey, you know, you might want to think about, even if you're no longer paying me, sometimes when I see something, I will pull you aside. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm exactly the same. Because you don't you don't want to see them fail, do you? No. You don't want to see them fail. And... and uh, I guess, I guess, uh, to a certain extent, if if they've been through your class, then um, you're sort of like, oh, hang on a minute, don't forget we do this. And I, oh yeah, I forgot that. Um, and and so so um, everyone that comes to my um, workshop, they have access to all the videos. So so I suggest you know, just watch it all again. And with mine, it's dead easy because it's only 15 minutes a day. So yeah, that's 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 super easy. Um, here's a question. I'm just about to connect with someone. And I just hit the connect button and then that's it. I run away. Um, so many people do that. How do we get people to put a little message with their connection request? What's your advice on that, Mary? And LinkedIn makes that easy. It says, add, if you're doing it on my desktop, it says add a note. And I will get probably 80% of people I add a note to. Yes. And every time you, every time there. you connect with somebody, you, you, you 80%. Yeah. And when I'm teaching my students how to connect with people, it's like always add a note. They even last year, I think it was last year, they made it simpler on the phone where it was like connect with a message. They put that button on the phone. Yeah. because And I do it partly because, you know, it helps with the connection request. I also do it because it helps with my database. So let's say somebody in here and I, we start um, making a conversation because of comments that were made. And I will, if I make a connection request, it's like, you were at 15 minutes behind the profile and said this. Now, two or three weeks from now, when I'm trying to remember where I ran into this person, that's in my messages. Yeah, perfect. That's a, that's a great top tip. I love that one. I love that one. Um, so what is the biggest mistake that people make with their profile on LinkedIn, Mary? I've got two that don't even leave the names field. People, a lot of people do not realize they can get bit dinged or lose their account if they use an emoji in their name. A lot of people don't realize that. And a lot of people don't realize if they use not their name or a lot of other, if you use on your LinkedIn profile, you are Ashley Leeds. If you put Ashley Leeds, the 15 minute guy, it would get people unhappy. 
So it would get LinkedIn unhappy. We do not want to make LinkedIn unhappy. And I know a lot of people want to do that. What they don't realize is the whole world is like Calvin Ball and you're playing in their ball field and they're making up the rules. Yeah. So, I can't um, use that Calvin Ball analogy when I'm talking with teens either. So tell me, if so if I did have an emoji um, and um, the 15-minute guy in my name, what, what would LinkedIn do? You could, you may not, but you could lose your account. But you may not. And that's one of the problems with it is they're not consistent. We've see, And one of the things I've kind of noticed is usually the more followers you have, the more likely you are to get dinged with that. Um, my hunch is LinkedIn gets, um, people get upset because you're more popular than they are and they will report you and then LinkedIn will do something. Okay. So I have a hunch they don't look for it, but if it gets reported, they do something about it. Sure, sure. Okay. Um, so it's a bit like, I don't know what the speed limit is on, on the freeway in the US, but in the UK, it's 70 miles an hour. It's a bit like doing 75. Um, most of the time, you're not going to get stopped because everybody else is doing 75. But if you met a Jobsworth policeman, um and uh or you were driving a red car if you if, did you have that in 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 the states there's a, there's oh, a rumor yeah. there's a there's a there's a rumor that they play snooker with the cars so they 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 find a red one um pull them or, over you know if it's a teenager driving like daddy's porsche they'll get yeah. pulled over yeah even um, if he was only doing a mile an hour over the speed limit yeah. yeah, I am a white female driving a, uh, my, a mini SUV. They ignore me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so yeah, so it's, so it's just be aware that you might be breaking the terms and conditions of LinkedIn. And, um, but, and but it's it, their terms and conditions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're, yeah, like you say, we're playing in their ballpark, aren't we? We've got to, we've got to play by the rules. Um, we're, almost, we're almost out of time. Um, which is crazy. I, I, I hope you're going to go and do amazing things all day and you're not going to go back to bed. It's lovely for you to come on. Um, so just before we started, we were talking about music and stuff like that. So let everybody know exactly where you are and how cool it is to live there. I was spent most of my life in the Illinois, in Illinois, in the Chicago metro area or in the city. And two years ago, we moved to Nashville, Tennessee, which is Music City. So I've invited Ashley to come here so that he can hear some music. It is amazing here, the music industry, the music. Uh, we've got loud, loud honky-tonks playing off-key country music downtown. We've got small little venues where they're playing great jazz. Um, we have Ed Sheeran was just in the stadium a couple of days ago. Everybody comes to Nashville. So if you sit here long enough, your favorite people will come through town. Fantastic. So how many concerts and, and gigs do you go to then, Mary? Uh, it's weird. Sometimes we'll go a month without seeing anything. And this week we saw two things at a local place called City Winery, which is much more of a listening room venue than a party concert venue. We like the listening room kind of vibe. We're sort of sit back and enjoy the music and not dance around and be crazy. Yeah, no, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um, Mary, I've got one last question for you. But before before we um, go anywhere, I'm just going to let everybody know who my guest is next week. And uh, oh, this afternoon, 
I need to tell everybody about this. I've, I'm, I'm working with the lovely Becky Craven. And so this afternoon at 2 p.m., we're going live to talk about our friendliest social media marketing summit for small business owners. We're actually doing this live, um, Mary. So uh, looking forward to that. That's this afternoon. We're going to be telling people about that. This is in September. But next week, I've got Jay Cowell, and uh, she's the happy employer. She runs a business called Launch. Um, she talks about happiness. All of her staff are extremely happy. She's just turned her business into a B Corp, and uh, she's coming on to chat to us about that next week. Um, but Mary, thank you so much for coming along. Thank you to uh, the comments that we've had. My last question to you, what advice would you give your 16-year-old self? Yeah, and I know you asked me this question, but I forgot to think about it. Um, probably to trust yourself. Um, when I was 16, there was not a whole lot of that. I was listening to other people and not listening to me. And make your own route. Um, don't necessarily follow what other people think you should do because that does not lead you where you need to be. You need to figure out where you need to be, and it's not going to be a straight line. Oh, no, it's definitely not a straight line, is it? No, what a perfect answer. Mary, you have been absolutely delightful. Lovely for you to come on the show, but thank you so, so much for getting up absolutely crazy early. I uh, really do appreciate it. Thank you very much indeed. I have coffee right here. Perfect. Cheerio, Mary. Thank you. Here we go. Another podcast in the bag. I've been Ashley Leeds. You've been wonderful. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more, then please subscribe and I will see you again another day. You can find me on LinkedIn if you want to catch up. If you fancy being a guest on one of my shows, I do live shows on LinkedIn twice a week, but I also plan to do some real podcasts uh, where we just do audio and probably record it to go on the YouTube channel. And we can talk about absolutely anything in those. So whatever you want to do, get in touch. And thank you for listening. You get out what you put in. Never gonna lose, never gonna win. As long as you're happy, you're always gonna grin. 